welcome to the Luminous Podcast. I'm Father Chad Jarnigan, Rector of Luminous Parish. Thanks for joining us. This is episode 39. We're going to be talking about confirmation and a bit of the Anglican liturgy that we practice. We are in an exciting season of our parish. We've been meeting weekly for about seven months now. And last evening, we had our first confirmation. This was such a wonderful time. We had six priests in the room. We had two bishops from Africa, our EMEA partners, one in which was the former Archbishop of Rwanda, Kalini. What a beautiful, beautiful scene it was as we met outside with a wonderful band and one of the largest crowds we have had just in our short stint of a weekly parish. Some of what I continue to field, conversations that come up with people that I meet with and those of my friends that I've known for several years that have known me in a different context of ministry. We're just going to gonna go through some of the points in which it means to be confirmed and some of the general idea of what it looks like to worship as a part of Luminous Parish. The word that we often use to talk about our worship is liturgy, which has historically meant the work of the people. The word by itself puts us in good conceptual territory with respect to our corporate worship. We don't think of our gatherings as services that are watched, although you are certainly welcome to simply observe. Rather, we think of our gatherings as a total effort of all the people involved. It's the work of the people, which we, together, offer up to God. And at the center of Christian worship, and at the center of Anglican worship, the practice is known variously as communion, the Lord's Supper, the Lord's Table, or the Eucharist. In this act, hurting and hungry humanity comes to the table to be blessed and even remembered, put back together, and fed by the He who is called the Father of all. In the bread and the cup, the church believes it is encountering the real presence of the risen Christ. One of the very first things we do together each week, most weeks, is our collect of purity. This is typically before the collect of the day, the prayer of the day. And this, I will just offer this. 
each day, if you follow a devotional practice or if you follow the daily office or whatever your morning rhythm or evening rhythms are for prayer and meditation or reading, the collect of purity is probably one of the most beautiful and poignant prayer postures that we could pray. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Going into the collect of the day, which is the prayer of the day, yesterday we had, like I said, our first confirmation. We had 19 adults and a couple of younger adults be confirmed. And this was a reaffirmation of many of our faiths, uh, was a proclamation of owning our salvation and just being prayed over by the bishop and sent out, being empowered by the Holy Spirit to do the work that we've been called to do, to do the work that we've already begun and that God has begun in us. We heard testimonies from a few of our folks and it was a stirring and moving time to watch people stand boldly, but because of their humility and devotion, stepping out and stepping up. As a parish, this was a very significant evening where it felt like some stakes were driven into the ground. And one of my priest friends, uh, one of my mentors, said a church was birthed this evening. And I kind of didn't know what to say in that, but as I processed, I believe that he was right. That was a wonderful observation from him. Though we have been meeting for several months, something very significant moved and began last night at Luminous Parish. So as we go into the collect of the the day, here's what Bishop Green prayed last night. Almighty and everlasting God in Christ, you have revealed your glory among the nations. Preserve the works of your mercy that your church throughout the world may preserve with steadfast faith in the confession of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. If you, like many, have had a faith that maybe you inherited from your parents, 
And maybe they inherited it from the great grandparents even all the way back. Typically, I know our society likes to buck those things. We, we like to denounce things that maybe were forced and thrust upon us. Where I understand that is we want to live an authentic and genuine life. Wherever you are, regardless of what you come with, the baggage that you bring, we all have a new opportunity to seize what compels our hearts, what, what stirs us in the deepest part of our souls. What I observed last night, and when I continue to observe with our small band of Anglican pirates, is that I'm seeing beautiful stories and tapestries woven together from pasts all across the world and across the country where we have come together and truly have a sense of being missionaries here in Middle Tennessee. It's interesting that we are called to be a part of the Anglican mission in the Americas where our African brothers last night were observing, saying, please be remembered that you are our missionaries sent to the U.S. I believe we can lose sight of those things, but we remembered last night, and that was beautiful. A prayer that Bishop Green led our people in supporting the candidates for confirmation last night, those who were being confirmed, received this prayer. And I think for many of us, we would only hope that someone would pray this prayer for us. And I want you to know that we will and that we would. It says, Defend, O Lord, these, your servants, with your heavenly grace, that they may continue yours forever and daily increase in your Holy Spirit more and more until they come to your everlasting kingdom. Amen. See, as we worshiped last night under the stars and allowed the cello and the music and the band just to kind of waft over us, there were moments where we collectively exhaled and breathed in the grace that the Lord continues to offer to us on a daily basis. And there is something very beautiful in an individual society, individualistic society, that we celebrate our individualism. In this moment where I can see God's people being stirred together in a mighty movement of His Spirit, there is something unique to be a part of a group of people defying our individualistic endeavors, our, our ambitions. Though those are important, there's something very beautiful and meaningful to have a group of people around you walking and pursuing life humbly and authentically.
We sensed that last night. Another wonderful moment, I believe, to reflect on is during the great Thanksgiving as we prepared our hearts for communion at the table. Part of our liturgy on a weekly basis is this. This is a prayer that the celebrant prays. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love, you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you, in your mercy, sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature and to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. And at that point, we lead into recounting the night that he was handed over to suffering and death and Christ taking bread and offering it, giving it to his disciples. Each time we do this, it is a beautiful picture of us joining with history and all the saints of all generations and all ages coming and celebrating the God and Father of all. Many people that would think liturgy had its time in the past so that people could memorize worship and how to worship when they didn't have books or maybe even couldn't read. With the oversaturation of information and celebration of innovation, even mediocre innovation, we have lost ourselves. The church struggles with its identity, her identity. And so we just make things up or we utilize blank canvases as a crutch of creativity. And anyone that knows me knows that I celebrate creativity and innovation. Anything that's forward-thinking and inspired, out of the box. However, in the context of our worship of a holy God and continuing sanctification and formation, it is imperative for our future, for our children's future, for our grandchildren's future, to know where we come from so that we have a sense of where we're going. See, after communion, we're focused again on a wonderful prayer that celebrates what we have done together before the blessing and the sending. Last night we celebrated with this, God of mercy, by whose grace alone we are accepted and equipped for your service. Stir up in us the gifts of your Holy Spirit and make us worthy of our calling that we may bring forth the fruit of the Spirit in love and joy and peace through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And there's a huge amen. And the blessing last night that Bishop Green sent us out with 
May the God of all grace, who called you into his eternal glory in Jesus Christ, establish, strengthen, and settle you in the faith. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. One of our hopes as we worship is that we would be settled in the Spirit. We would be settled in the faith. Not on a comfortable and leading to indifference plane, but on a centering and balance plane. The fact that we shouldn't send ourselves out into a turbulent world, unbalanced and off kilter. So may the God of peace be with you. Maybe you go in peace. It's a beautiful thing. We are seeing a lot of wonderful stirrings. If there's ever anything that we can do for you, if you're ever curious, come be with us Sunday evenings at 5 o'clock. You can find everything you need at luminousparish.com. And here's a big announcement for you. We are sending out an email about the time that this launches. November the 6th, which is just a couple Sundays away, we are moving to a new location in downtown Franklin between 4th and 5th Avenue. We are going to begin to meet at Generations Church. They have a wonderful parking and children's space and worship space. We will do a blend of printed liturgy as well as screens. Full band capabilities with drums and the whole nine. I'm really excited to see where this next season goes as our people come together and prepare to really begin Advent and the very first year of the lectionary calendar together. We begin year A together the end of November as we go into this new season. So it's a perfect time for those curious and interested to lean deeply into what we're up to and what God is doing. I hope this has been helpful. Some highlights from our liturgy, a word of our confirmation. If you need anything from us, prayer or anything, you can find us at luminousparish.com, as I've said. The peace of the Lord be with you.